what we do here is go back, 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 back. back. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, welcome ladies. to the Shot Through the Chart Music Review Podcast. I am AC Ponce. And I am Stephanie Henderson. Uh, today we're going to be looking at songs number 20 through number 16. Oh my goodness, guys. We're almost at the top 50. We did it, guys. We got to the top 20. We're here. We did it. We made it. Mama made it. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and, and do a let's let's talk a little bit about what's going on in the music world. I guess in the music world, or at least in the Austin music world first. Oh no no no, sorry. I want to talk a little bit about. Um, you don't even know what you want. I don't to talk know about. what it, I, and I and I'm the notes guy, and I don't know what I want to yeah. talk about. You just did notes for how long? Yeah, I know. Um, anyway, guys, his note taking process is really long. It is really long, but I want to make sure I'm getting all the good information in there. Or at I least covering everything that we here. I make an opinion and then I fine tune it and then I store the actual final product right up here, next okay. to my left eyeball. Right next to your left eyeball. Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, anyway, guys, so let's talk a little bit about. We're gonna talk about Drake's new album that just Drizzy dropped. Drake. Uh, when the was Canadian that? March eighteenth. Canadian bacon, <laughs> really? Know, uh, his album just dropped um, in March, March 18th. We're recording this April 1st. Uh, this is not a joke, though. This no, is it a, is not. This is a real podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but this is a, a April, I was about to say October 1st, April 1st. Um, and so, yeah, March 18th, uh, Drake dropped, Drake dropped, uh, <laughs> his More Love album, um, and we got a chance to listen to it up yeah. on Spotify. Yes. I think that was like the whole big deal. He Thank streamed you, it. He didn't. Uh, he didn't uh, go through iTunes or whatever, mm-hmm. but he streamed his whole album. Kind of the uh, Chance the Rapper, um, yeah, model of uh, of releasing albums, that sort of thing. Uh, we got a chance to listen to a couple songs. We got we a chance to, to listen to a lot of them. A lot of them. We listened to the. To as much as we can stand, well, to I, be honest okay, with you. Okay, so here's the truth, guys. If you want the truth of our our review of this album, we when a song started, if we liked it, we let it play. Mm-hmm. But if, for me at least, the ones that I said next to were you, the ones that just sounded like last album or the album before that or somebody else's song. There was one song... I know I'm cutting ahead of what you're going to say, but there was one song that sounded exactly like Bad and Bougie, and I was just like, immediately, I was like, change it. Yeah, yeah. I don't want there, to. There were a lot of songs on this that, you know, I just, you're right, it did sound typical Drake form. I think the mm-hmm. couple ones that uh, I caught were Lose You, and what was the other one? There was another one, I can't really remember remember the song, but it, it, it just sounds like typical Drake, yeah. you know, stuff we've there, heard was, all the time. And you that, know. I was... Because there's always hype around when someone puts out an album, mm-hmm. but I don't. I try not to listen to the hype. I try to form my own right, opinion. Absolutely. And so for me, it there was a lot it of was, hype. It was very underwhelming. Like I didn't even listen to. I didn't see anyone's reviews. I didn't see what anyone said about it. I just feel like it was, from what I heard, it was underwhelming. Because with Drake, you expect so much, and yet. I know, I understand that artists have their own typical, you know, they have their own unique sound. Mm-hmm. And Drake definitely has his own sound. But I don't want to hear the same Drake song over and over right. again. I don't want to listen to an album from three years ago and feel like it's the same, something he just put out this month. 
I or agree. last month. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree with that. So <clears throat> I, I, there were definitely a couple songs that sounded like him, and then there were a lot of right. songs that sounded like just about everybody. Like you, like you mentioned that one song yeah. that sounded like Bad and Bougie. I mm-hmm. think that was KMT featuring Gigs. I can't mm-hmm. quite remember. And that's that's the so, other thing that that, was, so that this suffered this, from is everything. It was just, other artists and not Drake. Yeah. Well, no. The the thing that I was saying is, you know, it's the thing that it's suffering from is it just. It sounds like everybody else, and mm-hmm. the, I can't really differentiate what he's putting out in this versus album versus else what everybody else is. Yeah. Um, you know, I felt like when he put out Views, there were just so many good songs mm-hmm. that came out of that. Of course, Hotline yeah. Bling was on yeah. there and, yeah. and all that, but I, I don't know. Um, I, I think Fake Love was the only standout. Standout, well, you know, and I'm glad know. they put that like on that, the radio. I feel like that J-Lo one. The J- that, uh, yeah, that Teenage one, Fever. That, I sampled. love that one. I like yeah. that a lot. But you know, but at the same time, like it has his, it has a typical Drake storytelling. Yeah. But it didn't sound like a typical Drake song. I don't. I under as an artist, as you know, I, you know, I guess as an as an art school student. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm, to to, I'm not trying to say I'm an artist, but I'm trying to say like as an art as an artist. Yeah, I went to art school. Uh, not artist as, in the sense of. You are art. a creator of yes. art versus yes. an artist yes. as I'm in not, like Drake. Yeah. No, no, no. But as any kind of art, it doesn't matter what your medium is. Right. As an artist, you have your own voice. You have your own tell. Mm-hmm. People know it's your work. You know, you have a signature style. But with this album, you get... it. It's not new Drake. Yeah, it, it really isn't new Drake. You know, it's not innovative. I've thought of something mm-hmm. completely different to add to my craft i guess yeah. you know add to my signature right. you, know, you got last year and the year before that and the year before that drake mm-hmm. right. i feel like of this album that maybe like the three singles that he's gonna put out are the three diverse ones yeah you know what i mean Besides yeah. that J Lo one, I would have, I would like for that J Lo one to be a single, but yeah, you know, it's, but even it's, then, it's, it's still hard a little... because because we already know Drake can do so much, yeah, you know, but we don't get versatility in this album. I agree again, yeah. under underwhelming, I guess, is I, a summary for me. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if we're just asking too much, or I don't think so because. Like, there really was a widespread, like, there was such a big hype about this mm-hmm. album, but it just came across underwhelming to me. Yeah. Uh, really. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I like just very few things about it. Yeah. Um, there was one song that I liked. It it wasn't, it wasn't even a Drake song, uh, <laughs> but it, it's titled Skepta Interlude. I think Skepta is a, a British rapper that both Drake and Kanye are big fans of, and mm-hmm. I guess they just wanted to give him they some... Just... Some play, um, some play on the album. Mm-hmm. I I kind of like that idea. I think it's cool. I uh, like yeah. the artists supporting other artists. You know, I mean, but I feel like artists do that already when they have a feature on a on a on a song. You know, you give them sixteen well, bars on your song, and you're. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like I don't know. I think it's I, what I did like about. The, I just it's it's something different. It is, yeah. I Nobody guess puts somebody else's whole right. song on their own album. You right. know what I mean? But I think it. If they must really, really like this yeah. artist to give him a whole song, you right. know what I mean? Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like they gave him the whole song. Mm-hmm. It's not even skipped Drake. a featuring Drake. Yeah. Like well, Drake is what nowhere I was wondering is vocally. maybe vocal. Okay, so what I was wondering maybe Drake produced it or he had some hand in something writing like that, it or possibly. something. You know what I mean? But I mean, I I like that. Yeah, uh, I don't I, that. I like this simply because I'm a big fan of of the British rap scene. Actually, mm-hmm. um, 
I'm, kind of a, weird, I'm okay. a bit of an Anglophile, uh, <laughs> a big Doctor Doctor Who fan, mm-hmm. and all that. We're not going to get into this discussion. We, guys, we had an argument about this the other day. We are not going to talk about this right now. Uh, like, he was for real upset. Anyway, but, no, I like, I've got the chance to, like... Uh, Watch too many Doctor Who episodes. No, it has nothing to do with that. But, uh, but you know, I'm watching a little bit of British TV. I got introduced to, like, uh, guys like Professor Green, uh, who, I, who I love. A lot of his music I can't really understand because the, the accent... Plus, how fast he runs. He's like the British Eminem. Like, he's got the speed and the... I've heard a few, which is really funny, because they're kind of just, like, as a joke, Mm -hmm. listening to, like, English rappers. And they talk so fast. Yes. It's not not even, like, the rapping part. It's just the talking part. They talk so fast. And then, then of course, British slang is just completely... Ridiculous to us. Different. Because we have no idea what they're trying to say. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. But I just, I love the way it sounds. Like, I like, like I said, I like, I like... Professor Green, I like Tiny Tempa, um, I like all those guys. They're, I I just like British rap. I, I don't know what to say. So you like I really, British everything. Surprised you're like not a I British said, girlfriend. Can you? I don't do have me a, a Brit- favor. I don't have a British accent. Sorry, <laughs> <No>. uh, <laughs> I cannot learn either. It's probably horrible. I don't know. I don't know. I just I just like it. I like I just like that aspect of it, and I'm glad they gave a British rapper a, a bit of a you know a bit of a some play some play. Anyway, play, play. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's. I don't want to say it's disappointing. I, I don't want to. I. Would you I say? Wouldn't okay, say, I wouldn't wait, say wait, wait, wait. Before, would you say that it is a good album from what you've heard? Good is relative because. In your mind, would you say it is a good album? No, because it's it's a last year's Drake album, okay, which was right. good. I, so I'm not gonna say. You know what I mean? Yeah. I. I want I'm, to say I'm it's simp- good. But I'm it's simply just... I'm saying it's not good, not good in the sense that we've heard it before. Mm, so, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same, <laughs> that was I, the longest I, but I know, ever. <laughs> I'm trying to collect my thoughts, but at the same time, this is why you take notes. But <laughs> I guess it's not the the songs individually are not bad. But when you put them all together, it's just like tracks that he left off last last year's album. Mm-hmm. He used for this one. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's kind and of. He did it's put kind this out pretty out. quick. Yeah, I mean, because I think well, I can't remember when Views came out, but it, it feels like this was pretty quick. I mean, there there are artists that that put out uh, albums, you know, after years at a time, but mm-hmm. he just puts one out year after. Well, I wouldn't say all the time. Year Not after year after year, but. Year, but... Um, but I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it was a little rushed. I don't know. I want to. I, I want to like this album. I want to know what I his can't. creative. Pro- like I can't wait for interviews and stuff like that uh-huh. to come out because I want to know what his creative process. I'm such an art nerd mm-hmm. that I want to know what his creative process is thinking and whatever it was was he do- too distracted by dating J Lo that he just threw some shit together or what? Like, there's a lot of J Lo references in well, this. I mean, yeah, album, in, in and that. Obviously, they Teenage were dating Fever. Him. Yeah. Well, no, it's not even that because there was a rap in another in two yeah, songs he, before yeah. that that he mentioned. He mentioned J Lo too, which cool. Use her as your inspiration, but J Lo has so yeah. many facets. Like you could have gone anywhere with that yeah. thought. You right. know what I mean? Right. So I, mean, I, I just would like to know what the creative process behind it was. Is it is it kind of sad to think that Taylor Swift has a bit more creativity it's, when it comes to it is using exes? It's very sad <laughs> because at least well. 
At least I'm sure in this, this will, I'm sure well, this Drake is already number done. one, which is confusing to me yes. because this is already number. But I think because it's Drake, there was just the hype around. Yes. It. Yeah. So everyone went out and got it, but I don't know. I want to like it so. Bad I, I want to like because it because I like Drake. We're I really trying like, to like it. I don't know, but that J- that one J Lo song that uh, sample Fever. was great. Yeah. The one with I'm gonna the, call it the J Lo song. The J Lo song. The, if, if you, you had, yeah. Um. Why doesn't Drake act more? Because I don't. I feel like he doesn't want to be seen as a. But why not? He's a great actor. Like, he doesn't want to be seen as Aubrey Graham. He's not Aubrey Graham anymore. He's not. I know, but I think he is now Drake. Yeah, I get that. But you know, I think he would be credited as Drake. People are going to be like, "Hey, have you seen that new Drake movie?" Because I think he's a great actor. He like, have re- you ever seen him on on Saturday Night Live? No, I watched Degrassi. Watch. Growing okay, up, he, okay, so yes, he was, he was great. an amazing he, actor. He was great on Degrassi, but and he if, was just a kid. So imagine watch, how much more. He's if you gotten... watch Saturday Night Live, and 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 I've heard people say that comedy is way harder than drama, mm-hmm. right? And he has comedy chops. He has the timing. He has the. Hmm. He has. Maybe he's just a funny person. He's just, I, I maybe believe he's just that. Like a I hundred percent believe that. Like he could. I mean, but then again, every like picture you see of him, he's like cheesing so big and like. Yeah, I mean, he's and he's not a bad looking dude. Mm -hmm. I don't know why he doesn't do more movies. Maybe he just doesn't want to. Yeah, maybe uh, I don't know. But again, remember, he grew up. His childhood was acting. True. true. You know, Degrassi is a long ass show. He was on it for a long time. Yeah. You know, Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) I remember the episode where Jimmy got laid. He was already in the wheelchair. Uh, really? Yeah. I, that was, was going to be my he question. Was, yeah. was he in the wheelchair? Yes, he was. Oh, geez. Like, he was very nervous. I, I never really watched this show, but like I knew enough about like Degrassi. and I and love that, that show. But I don't like it now. I don't like the new one. I it's have no idea what it's, what's going on now. It, it went downhill. Anyway. Uh, anyway, that's enough about Drake. Drake, I would like to know your creative process if you ever happen to listen to this. Drake, if you I'm ever very... want to be on the show, that would be amazing sir i know we just kind of bashed your album but well, no, we're big fans of your work it's just that i mean i would like to know i would like some insight plus i like talking so yeah uh oh the other thing and well actually kind of well, you know i'll talk about it after the the next two topics you always do that I, I know, I, I'm sorry. But anyway, the next thing we're going to talk about is a couple music festivals that are happening in Austin yeah. this month. Okay, Actually, one, one just, one just got done today. So, you know, I wish we could have talked yeah. about it more. But we just realized the kind of power we had uh, mm-hmm. talking over the we- uh, last weekend. Yes. Uh, and I'll talk a bit more about that at the end. But we just had the Aust- the Austin Urban Music Festival. Mm-hmm. That was March 31st through April 1st. Uh, so, so just the two lineup, days. Yeah, two days. Uh, yesterday and today, uh, the lineup was Tony, Tony, Tony. Yes. MC Light. Anniversary. Latoya Luckett. Yeah, I love her. her I, new song. I'm not familiar with her. <clears throat> she used to okay, be I'm one confession. of. I'm not familiar with too many of these people. Minus Keith Tony, Sweat. Tony, Tony. I know very little about, but I know some. Keith Sweat. I know a little <sighs> bit about the Whispers. I know. I know their name. Mm. I can't ever remember which one is their song. You start singing it to me. Is it is it Rocksteady? Yes. Okay, all right. See, so you just had to remind me. That's it. That's fine. That's, that's all you know about Rocksteady? That is. I'm sure, okay, I'm sure if I heard any of their other songs, it'd be like, wow, this is the Whispers? 
She's giving me a look, guys. That's nothing but sheer disappointment. I'm sorry, okay? I need you to go live with a black family for at least just a weekend. I would love that. Hey, you know what? My, My best friend growing up, or at least before I moved to Austin... Your best friend growing up is a Christian. <laughs> um, where am I going? Yeah, is where it... are you going with this? Is that is that a bad thing? No, <laughs> no, Christians? it's, it's not just the fact that he's Christian. It's okay, no, look, look, his look. Dad or from age like... for like two four... years, his best friend was black. No. Okay, age four to age nine. Okay, my best friend lived across from me. All right, <laughs> but then the next one, yes, is a is a. Uh, he is a preacher's son, and very musically talented. I I can't wait to hear you. He's so goofy. To, to hear you, Sweet. to hear. Nope, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> for you to for hear. You, there we go. For you to hear him, or at least his family. His family is very musically talented. Anyway. No, 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 not anyway. So my point in in bringing up, not I'm guys. I am Christian. Okay, I'm not trying to say there's anything wrong at all with the fact that his best friend is Christian. I was trying to get to the fact that he was a preacher's, He's a preacher's kid, son, yeah, but preacher's I just, kid. my brain was not getting there. But my point is that although he is AC, white. Yes, no, 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 although AC is very musically inclined, it seems that his two-year black best friend and his How dare so you. far one-year half black. Girlfriend is not enough. <laughs> for I'm him learning, to be okay? Fully immersed I am learning. Into, you gotta give me some credit into here, okay? Black culture. Although he, some he does very, very, you do very, you do very, very well, which surprises me because some songs come on the radio and you start jamming out. I'm just like, how does this boy know this song? <sighs> I, I, it's like you I snuck know... into one of my family cooking. You know, okay, you know what the problem is? Huh. I, and I'm, I'm gonna. Place this complaint to all of Austin, okay? <laughs> there used to be an oldies radio station here, 105.9. It's gone. And Aww. it was like where I got everything from. 105.9, like, isn't that now Spirit 105? It is now it, a, it's Christian. Not a Christian channel. Uh, <laughs> which there's nothing wrong with, but I miss like the old school ch- That's where I but found that's New Edition. Have... That's where I found, uh, you know, everything. So like, I remember when we first started dating, we were talking about music. I'm trying to look at you. I know they can hear me because I talk really loud. But um, I remember when we first started dating and you were telling me that, of course, you know, growing up in an Asian household, you don't get much, you know, R&B and hip hop and rapper, you know, no, you urban get, music. You I get, guess. Okay, yeah, not so, a lot of urban, but you get some R&B, so, very little Well, hip-hop. they have to be ballads. Yeah. So you did your own you know, kind of research, you know, mm-hmm. whether it was on the radio or, you know, when YouTube was popular or just right. Google, it was you mostly know, radio. Right. So, or like, did you ever watch MTV or did you ever like cross no. over to BET? <laughs> I, you know, the time that, uh, you know, when I would have watched BET, it was very, I don't know. I didn't Ludacris have it. Pre- everywhere. That and like, <laughs> I don't know. It was the kind of rap music that I didn't have. Uh, appreciation yeah. for until now. Gotcha. I didn't figure the nuances until like <laughs> oh, very recently, right? Oh um, boy! But I still liked it. Like it's okay. I grew up with a lot of R. Kelly. Oh boy. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's okay. That tells us a lot. Anyway, but what I'm saying is, like, I feel like if you were to just, if we were to go to mm-hmm. Rhode Island and you were just to hang out with. My like if it happened to be like to do, if way. it happened to be like a family reunion weekend, mm-hmm. which is always awesome, 
you would probably a be one of the best dancers there, which is really hilarious to say. And then b you'd probably know almost every single song that was that sung, or you'd be like. You'd know the words, but mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh, who is this? Like, you'd yeah. finally associate that, bands. or I'd have to Shazam it and be like, what is this song? Because no, 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 no. I feel like, well, I feel like you probably wouldn't have to because, hello, so many people around. Okay. You'd be like, what's the song? <laughs> you know? But I don't know. I feel like if you were just immersed in it mm-hmm. for, like, a day, you'd, you'd be golden. Possibly. But anyway, uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, this... I, I kind of, I really wish I found out about this sooner. Um, yeah, I know. it would have been fun to, <laughs> so to check upset. out. I think um, um, South by Southwest kind of overshadowed this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And because then, it, I didn't hear anything about it until mm-hmm. the week after, which right. is the week of. Right, which, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, because there were great artists. But it kind of coincided with uh, Texas Relays that goes on mm-hmm. in Austin here. Yeah. Um, a very large African American demographic likes to attend this sporting event because um, that's never mind. <laughs> we won't Shout get out into to the... uh, Galliana, Galliana Martin, for coming in fourth <laughs> for the, uh, Hutto High School. Right? Yeah, I think was it was it cross country? Cross she... country, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought she was doing a relay, but anyway, I don't know. Um, she was in it anyway. Congratulations, <laughs> right? Um, so anyway, um... I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Um, so the next festival that's going to be going on is going to be... Oh, wait, be... but Keith Sweat was also here. Oh, yeah, sorry, Keith Sweat and the Whispers. Um, Toy Luckett, like you said. Yes. The Whispers. Who's that last one? Uh, Althea, Althea Renee. Renee. I don't know who that is. Yes, yeah, I should probably I, know who that is. Yeah, I don't but know. But anyway... Like I said, I, yeah. I would love to go to these events simply just because I would... I like hearing, um, I like, you know, learning of new artists and stuff like that and i remember when i went to these artists are very old these artists are all from like the 80s new to me okay oh okay thank you for clarification (laughs) jeez louise but i know i I... they might get offended though because they're like we're not new we've been in the game like 40 years anyway i know i went (laughs) to a john legend concert and i'm trying to remember the name of his opening act and i'm gonna try and search it right here but like i let um oh boy but anyway, so um, some info on MC Light. Actually, Latoya Luck at first because we were listening to an interview with her with one of our Marsha Ambrosius. Anyway, anyway, great R and B singer, La- obviously Luckett. loved by John Legend. Uh, check her out. Latoya Luckett had an interview on the radio with one of um, so it's nine five nine R and B now. It used to be ninety six three R and B in Austin. And so, she was talking about her new album and new single that dropped. I have to sneeze, and I don't want to. <laughs> anyway, so sorry. We're professionals, Prep. guys. Um, hey, sneezing needs to happen. Okay, if okay. you hold it in, it's terrible. Don't ever do it. Your head probably it feels like it's gonna. Explode. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm trying to look out for their health. Okay. Anyway, so she had um she has a new song out, and it's a remake. But it's so crazy because her voice is so similar to um, Tamar Braxton's. And and originally, that's who I thought sung that song. And I was like... Any relation to Tony? Yes, sister. Okay, all right. Oh, yes. makes sense. She used to be on... Um, Their TV The Real. Show. She, obviously, she's on the Braxton family, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> uh, and then... One second. 
while she's looking that up, uh, I'm gonna skip over to the other events that are happening. Uh, so Euphoria Fest. Back I, to I, Life is the name of the song. Back to life. She, back to reality. Yeah. Did she remake that she song? She remade like, that okay, song. Okay, all right. And I actually like it. Surprise. Song and... Sur- no, no, no. It's not a cover. It's a remake. Like. She remade It's on the radio. It's her new single. Yeah, I get that, but it's, it's still a it's, it's still not a the full, cover. No, it's not a cover. It's a full. It's a new song. Completely. Okay. All right. Just using that hook. Yes. Okay. All right. So, but what I was saying earlier when we first mentioned Latoya Lucas, she used to be one fourth of Destiny's Child. Oh, okay. Yes. That's right. I do remember them having four members yes. and then they trimmed it down. Yes, I don't know they for did. I, I don't know. I'm sure many reasons. Cutting costs. She no. got laid off. I don't know. <laughs> How but does that work? <laughs> it's so great because she's so obviously people from Destiny's Child are from Houston. So ah. it was really great because she was just like, I'm so happy to be home. And then he was like, you're not home. You're quite a quite a few miles north of home. Yeah. But I don't know. It was just it was really cool because she was just so happy mm-hmm. to be in Texas in general, yeah. you know, and this is where they started, you know, yeah. so to come back here, however, it's been so long since Destiny Child, so, yeah. Know. And they were teenagers when they started, so. Yeah. So, just because I only have a few minutes left, we're going to skip to the next ones. So, like I said, Euphoria Fest, mm-hmm. April 6th through 9th. What is Euphoria Fest? It, it's a big old camping trip with... So, it's not technically a music festival? It is a music it? festival. I guess it's like a kind of... It sounds like a toned down, like, Coachella, almost. Oh. But, okay. you know, the... I took a look at the the list of artists that are. Where's Khalifa? Can can I can I? Sorry, I'm I'm trying to build suspense here. What are you doing, lady? It's a radio. It's not podcasty <laughs> thing. What more suspense do they need? I'm trying. You're messing with my not with my knife. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we I quit. I quit. It's just Stephanie's show now. Anyway, um, but some of the bigger acts, uh, Alessio. You may remember them from the Tovlo song. It's their song, Alesso. but fi- Alesso Sorrow. So- mm. <laughs> Cannot talk. Uh, Alesso. There's someone called the Disco Biscuits. Featuring Tovlo. There you go. The song is Heroes. <laughs> All right. You may remember that from the radio. Um, it got some decent airplay. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a lot of people here. Another one that I keep hearing about, and I. I, they keep coming to Austin, and I keep hearing about them. I don't know if they're from Austin, but uh, Chromio. Uh, I ha- I huh. keep hearing stuff about them. Yeah, I've, I've listened to it. some of their music. It sounds okay, but it's pretty. Uh, Is it techno-y? It, mm, yeah, a little EDM-y, but not not too much. Um, they're Canadian electro funk duo okay, from well Montreal. Certainly not from Austin. Uh, Alesso, also EDM people. Uh, I don't know how else to put it, but they are EDM people. Um, And then, of course, it was spoiled earlier, but Wiz Khalifa. Wizzy Wiz. Um, How do you feel about Wiz Khalifa? I don't mind him at all. I think the only song that I like of his is... uh, Isn't it him with uh, Young, Wild, and Free with uh, Snoop Dogg? I think that's about all I enjoy. Really? Yes. I don't like... uh, you don't like Charlie Puth. I don't. No, well, I, it depends on Charlie Puth, mm. but I just don't like that song. What's the name of that song again? Jeez. It's I, been a long day without you, my friend. I don't. I forgot the name of the song. And I tell you all about it when you're just singing you it. You're not giving me the title. See you again. See you again. Okay. 
I think mainly because the, it's just been super overplayed. It has not. It will well, okay, see, I Moby think... will be Moby. Moby did will not, be. Did not see his name. Moby will. But that's crazy. The only reason why I know who Moby is is because of because how he I was met big for a little bit. Nope, because of how I met your mother. Uh, he had like They're really like, it's one. It's Moby, had... and it was that. It wasn't Moby. that comedian. Uh, <laughs> but he had like that one song with Gwen Stefani that was like really big for a bit, mm. and then he faded back into the darkness. Um, <laughs> Which is funny because uh, he was super. Wild. But anyway, yeah, Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> I I don't know. I what's what like the only other song I can think of is like Black and Yellow, and then I love Black and Yellow. It got annoying Black for me. Uh, I feel okay. So aside from the people are gonna hate me. For aside from the annoying, um, like hooks. Yeah, his his verses are always great. No matter it doesn't yeah, matter I if pick his up features on, on a song. I pick up on that, but their hook the hooks just kill I me. Love it. The hooks just kill me, and I I I, I hate being this guy of being such the downer mm-hmm. on on somebody that that so many people like, but. Like you said, it's just the hooks that, that get me. Anyway, so last one because I'm running Wait out of time here. Wiz Khalifa offers apology for visiting grave of Colombian drug lord Pablo Escobar. I don't see why, it. Would, why, you have to... why would he have to apologize? I don't, I don't know. know why he would do that. Who knows? Uh, but anyway. Um, work hard, play hard. He was featured on that one. Roll up. Work work hard, play hard with Neo? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right, I like that song, but that's because of Neo. Wait, anyway, no, no, last one. Wait, well, not the Neo one. Okay, never mind then. I, I take it back. Yeah. Um, Last one that we're talking about is Reggae Fest. Uh, I took a look at the lineup. I know nobody on the lineup. Really? Uh, Let's yeah. see. No, just because... Just okay, I'm a big fan. I like reggae. I like listening to reggae. Uh-huh. Uh, but there just aren't too many artists that i do keep track of in the genre mm-hmm. i just i don't know it's it's of course reggae can be really chill and all that and that's yeah. what i listen to it for um there was a bit of time when a friend introduced me to uh this is gonna be embarrassing dubstep reggae reggae dubstep however oh. you want to mix those two and it sounded pretty great uh to me well. uh, i i like dubstep so i i don't know a lot of people will will uh pounce on me for that i know but maybe that's why we don't have a whole lot of people listening i have terrible music uh, opinions not a no. don't like not liking this drake album not a fan of wiz khalifa just not too familiar with uh tony 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 oh, uh, a lot of people are gonna hate me <laughs> don't know who chromio is or where they come from um but and, I, so the only s- person i know that's listed on Reggae Fest is uh, Lee Scratch Perry. He um, he used to produce for Bob Marley and was a writer and, you know, was see, a very big deal in Bob Marley's career. See, so. I mean, Bob Marley, arguably the, uh, you know, is a legend in, in reggae, and I don't know someone associated with him. Oh, so that's... Well, I went through a very big, like, as soon as I, like, I watched the Bob Marley documentary that was on Netflix for the longest time, mm-hmm. and, like, after that, I just became obsessed. Like, literally. Mm-hmm. I loved it. And so I wanted to just learn everything about Bob Marley, so. Okay. Yeah. All right. But also, Lee, so, so, Lee Scratch Perry, he was, like, how do I explain? He was, he's so crazy. Like, musically, he's not afraid to be weird. Like, he always has a different color hair. He's always wearing, like, 
striped I don't even know what but I don't know I think it's so cool that you know he has his own he has so much of his own music mm-hmm. but also he contributed so much it's so great like I loved hearing him like talk about Bob Marley and not to make this all about Bob Marley but of course obviously if he was still alive he'd be dominating I thought you were going to fart. Um, <laughs> you leaned, but then you leaned towards me, so maybe you wouldn't have farted. Okay. Thank you for Can you get gentlemen. to your point because we were over time? <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you want to go to a commercial, we can totally do that. Okay, awesome. Let's do that. Uh, so, guys, <laughs> goodness gracious. Um, so sorry. We tried we try to... But the cool we're... thing... Wait, sorry. The cool, <sighs> thing about, the cool thing about the Austin Reggae Fest is that uh, it's benefiting the Central Texas Food Bank. Which they always, they are always uh, donating, doing awesome Guys. things. And also the same thing with MC Light. Oh my god. So for her, back to uh, the Urban Music Festival. So she is uh, involved with uh, a bunch of like hip hop queens that help women become like financially aware and they business minded and, you know, kind of help them and encourage them. And also involved with young black men, you know, empowering them and, you know, making sure they go to school, get an education and become productive members of society. And that's all I have to say. (sighs) Okay. Now you can go to your outro. Time means nothing to Stephanie Henderson. It really doesn't. Why would you tell him my middle name? You, haven't you said that nope. before? Okay, well, I, have I can edit that out. Cool. Edit point. Uh, anyway, <laughs> guys, we are going to take a quick break. And probably edit out a bunch of stuff so I say. So that way I can recover And save mentally. your 30 minutes. Uh, uh, your 30 minute time spot. You're making this longer. You're making it Can I just cut to my commercial? Happy? No. I'm still very hyper and I don't know why. Guys, I've been hyper for like the past two days and it's really bothering AC. But it's very interesting to me because I woke up this way this morning and I was very confused as to why I was so hyped up. You're just making this an editing nightmare. My nose is itchy. Oh my good gracious. (laughs) Do I cause you stress? And long hours of work? So guys, we're going to go ahead and get into songs number 20 through number 16 yeah. uh, in this next one. These are going to be some awesome songs, um, some really good ones too. And so I got a good, uh, quite a bit of notes. Yeah, so many notes. I have a lot of notes quite because these bit. are really good. These are really good songs. So quite a I'm... bit is minimizing what you have as notes. But anyway, we're, uh, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break and we will see you right after that. Right after that. Back. I recovered a bit. I've had some water. Stress. Did you have water? A little bit. Oh. I had a little bit of water. Anyway, uh, I don't know how much that's going to do for my mental health. Anyway, so we're going to go ahead and get into uh, songs number 20 through number 16. Um, so let's go ahead and dive right in. So no, song number 20. Guys, we're in the top 20. But song number 20 is going to be Don't Know Much. By Linda Ronstad and Aaron Neville. Uh-huh. I don't know so, Steph, why don't you go ahead and kick us off on this one? But I, know I, love you. I just like Aaron Neville. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I like Aaron Neville too. But I think it's because he's mostly an R&B 
Yes, he is available. You know, and he's got also, some classic R&B jams. He's got four platinum certified R&B jams. Yeah. That's how specific. Do you have the list there of what they are? I don't. <laughs> I mean, I, I believe But you. also, he has, so he has four top ten hits in the U.S., including three that went to number one on the Billboard Adult Contemporary chart. Mm, okay. Um, so, I mean, I, I've liked this song. I've always liked this song, but it is a very, it's a bleak ass song. You know, it's like, like the line, like, look at this face. Oh, no, no. Look at this life. So beaten and so battered. I, I think they were trying to be poetic and it just came out depressing. Yes. It came out depressing until you get to the hook, of course, you know, the, the whole I don't know much, but I know I love you, which is extremely romantic. But everything that surrounds it, baby. <laughs> see, see, it's extremely romantic. It just worked right now, right? Um, yeah. But no, like, uh, like everything surrounding it was just like life is awful. We may yeah, die like, soon. <laughs> well, I was so confused because I was like, is this a love song or not? It is. I mean, I was like, "Is it supposed to be a love song?" It's it's strange. Like it go, oh, yeah. it dives deep into the most depressing things, and or, and then it know, pulls you out with that chorus right with a little bit of love. <sighs> a little, um, <laughs> man. Um, but no, like I was saying, I I, I love Aaron Neville. His vo- the only thing is his. Somebody needs to turn down the vibrato on his voice. He is just, <laughs> no, it's like it's it. a little too shaky. It sounds like he's gonna like snap it. in half. No. <laughs> I think he's, I think he's at that limit. Oh, my nose! I might have a booger. I think he's at that limit where like it, it just reaches. If you go any further, it'll be too much. But he's right at that perfect stopping point. I wouldn't call it perfect. I what? think he's a little bit past that point. I mean, I enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy it. I like, I like his songs, and all that. It's just, it can get a little crazy sometimes. He's still touring. Yeah. Yeah. He's what, like seventy something now? Uh-huh. Yeah, um, but same thing with like, uh, not not same thing. Linda Ronstead, great voice. Yeah, um, she has one of those like effortless voices. Yes, yes, I I totally agree. Very, quite effortless. Mm-hmm. Um, not but strong. Not soup like overpowering. Not powerful. Yes, yeah. strong but not powerful. Like we yeah. talked about with like Taylor Dane and them. Like <laughs> Taylor Dane will like. Blow the roof off. Yeah. Um, but, but it's Linda not Ronstadt too much. Ronstadt will like, you know, the, the roof is staying on there, yeah. but it's going to get filled with <laughs> with some great music. Um, I, like, I read her, her Wikipedia page, um, and it's kind of sad, you know? She had to retire from singing yeah. um, in 2011 because of, of because of Parkinson's, which is That's so sad. so sad. <laughs> I, like, watching, watching people with Parkinson's is just, like, Always it makes different. you... Yeah. It makes you appreciate appreciate life, like just being able. Exactly, like uh, you take a look at Michael J. Fox, who Mm -hmm. you know the guy is. It almost looks painful, and it might be at times. And it's so sad, like because you can't do anything about it. Right, right. And then you see guys like uh, like Manny Pacquiao's trainer, Freddie Roach, Mm -hmm. like that guy. Yeah, and and props to that dude for like still training one of the the hardest hitting punchers. Oh Um, my goodness. And still hanging with it. So, I mean, it, it's a shame that, you know, somebody with such talent mm-hmm. gets taken out of the game too soon because of something as debilitating as that. So, um. Oh. Um. Wait. How's this going? I'll say something. Um. So, 
the, what I was going to say is, so the first line, or like mm-hmm. the first, like, uh, Stanza. verse, was just, it was, like, I was like, this is not about to be a love song. Because <laughs> the chorus, the, the word, not the chorus, but the words are, look at this face. I know the years are showing. <laughs> See? Look at this life. I still don't know where it's going. <laughs> See, it's so freaking, you know what, this is the opposite of, uh, what's that song? The, um. I don't have the heart. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. It's like, like, okay, so like, I, I don't have the heart is like, it's it's super lovey, but then you find out that it's super mean. Mm. This one's the opposite. Like, it's super depressing, but then you find out it's super romantic. So. Like, I, like, I guess I can see, like, reading through the lyrics, I guess you can see what they tried to do, yeah, but I they guess, just yeah, didn't get that. there. Mm-hmm. So. It just made you sad, and then, oh, and then depressed, and yeah. then, oh, right, and then, right. oh. Anyway. I can't do it anymore. Right. So, anyway, uh, a good song overall. I, I, I definitely like it. A great love song. Just play the chorus. Don't listen to anything else. <laughs> uh, the next song coming up is Release Me by Wilson Phillips. So, um, I love Wilson Phillips. I mean, the beginning of the song is the main reason why i mean their harmonization is insane like it's crazy um you know i mean i knew these I, not that i knew but i was gonna say you know them personally no i don't but wow. it, it kind of is no surprise that they are as talented as they are because mm-hmm. apparently that they they are the uh they're all daughters from very famous bands care to guess which ones <gasps> oh my gosh no, because I don't want to get it wrong, but oh my gosh, I want to know. Fair enough. Uh, so we have, one of them is a daughter uh, from one of the members of the Beach Boys. Nice. And then I think the other two are mem- are daughters from the members of the Mamas and the Papas. Mm. So they have some musical pedigree. I wish I could tell yes. you which ones were the Wilsons and which ones were the Phillips. Or which <laughs> one was the Wilson and which one was the Philip. I don't know. Anyway, there was, there was two Wilsons? And one Philip, oh I think. I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, something like that. I feel that. like based on their name, there would be one Wilson and two Philip. Possibly. Anyway. Um, but this song, I, I, I did like it. It reminds me of their other hit that's on this chart, but not as... The other The other one is... Uh, I can see why. I, I do think this deserves to be in the spot that it's in because it is a good song. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely I can see why the other one is higher up on the charts. And we'll talk about that when we get there. Um, I don't know. You know, this is one of the groups that, that I love for their ability to blend their voices as well as they can. I mean, when I mean blend their voices, I'm talking about, um, goodness, like, Perfect harmonization. I mean, boys to men level of perfect harmony. Oh. And like for those of you familiar with boys to men, I mean it. Every every note is perfectly mm-hmm. hit. They hit just like this perfect chord. Like they're every time, every time. And that's the thing on like, command. That's the thing with like with with like acapella groups and yeah. and, and people that do that. Yeah. Like they know like they where. Talented. They know where that note is to mm-hmm. make a chord. Yeah. Like, anybody can sing the same note mm-hmm. in the song, in, in any duet. I can sing a song, and I don't even know what notes I'm singing. Right. But, <laughs> I mean, I don't think they know, like, I, I don't think I don't think anyone's, like, in Boyz II Men is like, okay, you hit this A, you hit this B flat, you hit this whatever. But they just know, like, which note go blends well with that that specific note. You are never know. 
Trust. I guess not. Uh, but uh, hey, maybe There's at this point, maybe at this point they people. do. But possibly, yeah. you know, back back before Mike Bivens gave him a try, <laughs> maybe they just you yeah, know this just, sounds. It was just natural. They just knew you know what sounded good. So and they probably just had to be fine tuned. Exactly. This exactly. is turning into a whole nother. Yeah, we're not even talking about Wilson Phillips anymore. <laughs> but no, like yeah. seriously, like if but you say oh same, but good thing and what i did notice very very much about them is that equally no one overshadows the other right equally See? as perfect talented. blending yeah perfect. which which i think is important especially with a group because this is when you know there weren't really leads yeah per se i, I don't know if this group had a lead you know not real not in but, not in this one but when you listen to them, it's there's no stronger than the. There's no what, what right. was that group we reviewed last week? Uh, where the literally one sweet, sweet sensation. sensation. Yes. Where there's literally, you know what I mean? There, there was that definite leader. Right, that run, that that front person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this is this is a good song. I definitely think it belongs to be mm-hmm. right there, at number nineteen. Um, but yeah, I, I can see why it's the lower one of the two that we're going to be talking about. Um, so let's jump into number 18, Black Velvet. Oh my by god. By Alana Miles. Kick this one off. I just. I like the song simply for the melody of it. Mm-hmm. Because it's so soothing and sensual. It's with very not, sensual. But it's sensual with not being sexy. Mm, I would say it's sexy, but it's not dirty. Is that what I mean? Would you agree with that, or no? Or am I, no, no. You don't think it's being dirty? No. Or okay. No. What would? What do you mean? I don't know. Like it's so. I don't know. I, I think, think it's... because it's so melodic mm-hmm. that it doesn't veer into too sexy. I mean, I'm not saying I'm, too sexy. Like I'm... I, the balance between sensual and sexy, mm-hmm. it's still. Tipping that right. sensual more than sexy. Right. You know, this, the uh, the strange thing, I don't even have this in my notes, but now just thinking back to the song, it is... More notes. It's... That look could kill someone. Oh my God, what was that? It is a... It's, it's a soft song, mm-hmm. but there is some sort of intensity about it. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, when you listen to it, there is something, like, strong behind it. I think it's one of those songs where the, the music itself that's mm-hmm. written... With instruments, like you don't start out with all the instruments at once. Like it, it, it's like layered. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it gets louder, but not loud. Yeah, yeah. It just starts out with a, it just, just a very simple like yeah. guitar. Not even like a, any complicated riff or anything right. like it's, that. It's, it's just, it's just it's smooth. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just smooth. smooth. But then when you you start adding the layers of instruments. It get, it just becomes more intense. I think that's the intensity you're talking about, right? Yeah, I, some you know, it, yeah. I think I think so. I love artists just, who can do that too. Who yeah. uh, who still who use that technique for their music because it doesn't always have to be every single freaking instrument playing at one time. You know, right, right. Um, I you know this is you know this is like a legit rock song. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was sort of expecting, and I feel like this is the time. Where that there should be a guitar solo in it somewhere. Oh. And there was like a very, very short one. But then it cut right back to her singing. 
And I don't well, know, that, like, is well, this I, the time okay. where guitar solos started was, fading out? Was that like, considered a guitar solo? I don't know. I mean, kind of, a little bit. Because I feel like, like it was so short that I wouldn't even think it was. You know and, what I mean? And I kind of agree with you on that, but, like, that's... I don't know. I don't... It, I was like... To be honest, I was expecting a, a guitar solo to come out of it somewhere. Hmm. Because you had the... You know, whoever the guitarist was, like, you can tell they had, you know, the they ability to, to, to knock it. one out. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. It, they, it just didn't come around. What? What? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just my mind, but anyway. Possibly. Anyway, uh, but great song. I, I actually, really, I, I would actually argue that this needs to be a little higher. Really? I feel I kinda, like. I feel like I would keep it where it is. Right at, at number. Number uh, 18. 18. Yeah. I would, I would put it, if not in the top 10, just outside. Like number 11. Really? Because I, I think this song, it's, it's a classic. It really is I don't a classic know. song. I think, just based on the songs that I've seen that I skimmed over seeing that were in the 15 and below, mm-hmm. I, I would keep it where it is. Okay. All right. And maybe my opinion will change once we, once I start looking into that. Probably since Probably. so many from not in the top 40 would have been put in, you know, right. in our humble opinion. Uh, anyway, moving on. Number 17 is Close to You by Maxi Priest. I don't really have an opinion on this one, I, which you know, is weird because I I feel very I, I know what you're saying, <laughs> and I wrote down notes just so I would have something to talk about. But you have the same opinion. But I have I, the same. Yes. Yeah, it's just it's kind of it's kind of a blossom. Yes, and I'm confused as to why it's anywhere in the top forty. I mean, I I can understand. It sounds like a song that would be in the top forty of the nineties. If I'm thinking of all right, if I'm putting myself in the nineties and all the music that was out then, or maybe in the late eighties, you know, think of all the music that was out then. It's it would be at the end of the top forty. It would not be. It it wouldn't be before. It wouldn't be Black Velvet for sure. Yeah, no. Like I said, I think Black Velvet should be higher. But this one, I don't know. There is a bit of a. This, there's also a bit of a sensualness in this, but it's not as strong as Black Velvet. And, I wouldn't even call it sensual. Well, it's just the chorus, like, for me. It's just the... Like the lyrics? Yeah, I just, I just want to be close to you, I mean, and the way it's sung. But the, the beat is a little too fast to give it that... To get... Okay. Because, like, okay, like, listening to Black Velvet, that... Dun, 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 like, that mm-hmm. was... This yeah. one's just a little too fast for... To, to kind of get that mood going, you know? Was that intentional? Uh, who's to know? I mean, <laughs> I don't know if we're ever going to interview Maxi Priest. Who knows? He may show up at, because apparently he's a reggae artist. He may show up really? at reggae festivals. Yeah, and see, that's the reaction that I had too. Like, I was looking him up. Apparently he's like big on the reggae scene. Wow. But this song doesn't fit, it doesn't fit reggae. At all near there. It doesn't fit any of like the new Jack Swing stuff that's in there. It doesn't oh, fit yeah. any... No, hip hop, even it's... though it has elements of all those things, it just doesn't kind of. But that's why I, maybe that's why I have no words to really like describe because it's not in yeah, a specific it's difficult category. to. Uh, it's difficult to to define, right? To define. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I wish there was more we could say about it, but it's other than uh, it should be a little. Lower. It left me confused. Yes, but it is a very blah song and undecided. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, closing in. Number 16. Number 16. Number 16. Is All I Want to Do is Make Love to You by Heart. Number 16. 
I love it. Yeah. I it love should be lower on the chart, like closer to number ten. This now this one. This one was I don't know. I find all these songs sexy. I don't know why. This one was particularly se- Okay. Are you in a very sensual mood lately? I'm not. I'm I'm really not. But I don't know. I just I just felt something with this song. <laughs> You're killing me, lady. Um <laughs> But, you know, it, but I think the sexiest part about it was just the chorus. I don't... Okay. Alright. Now that I'm singing the song in my... I don't get sexy from it, but I just... I can't... I don't get cute either. There, it's somewhere between... It's not sexy at all. Nowhere near sexy. I, 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 just I think, think the rest that... of the song doesn't help it out. It it. I wrote down a song that, that's kind of a, a, a similarity to it. Mm-hmm. It's like Closer by the Chainsmokers right now. You have all this stuff around it that's talking about like all this kind yeah, of like just, it deep it went to the hat store and got myself a hat yeah well I went yeah, it's, to it's, the it's hat very hat store it's very one of these days i have to play we're gonna play that's that, gonna be one that of our drop, new clips uh the, the donald glover reference and then to we will have hip-hop. childish gambino on our show yes that so yeah, he that, can that, explain that sir, a lovely joke mr donald glover <laughs> if you ever hear this just know you will be on our show Mr. Whether you Childish, like it or not. we would like you to sing to me is so into you live for us because yes. that would make our life just saying. Uh, but anyway, so I mean, there's just a lot of things that I, around it. I that... want the song. The song confuses me because the words themselves would lend to a sensual song. Yes. However, the melody, the music with it, it, it just says, you know I'm what? a cutesy Now that you say that, yes. Person. I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I agree. Like, it's but not... I love it. But there's something about the song that I, I just like the song so it, much. It is a good song. It is a good song. Um, but it's like two complete opposites coming together to make a song that should not work, but it works somehow. Yeah, it works somehow. Just not That's in the, the way that you would think it would. Right. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, I mean, like, I like the story, kind of. It's about, you know, meeting someone and hooking up in a hotel room. I I've, oh, I laughed so hard when she said, a motel that I knew very well or something like that. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I was what like, are you doing is this, to where you know Is this on hotel? a regular basis? Yes. Yeah, like, what are you doing people? at this hotel? Do you not rent an apartment or do you just live in a, ho- in a motel? Like, what's going on? In a motel, really? But then again, back... In the '90s, motels were like the big thing. I don't know. Anyway, were they? Yeah, not to like I, not I don't know that much. Like, what am I trying to say? I have no idea what I you're don't trying know. to say. You just threw, you just <laughs> dug yourself into a pit here. Uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> but the last thing I'm gonna say, lead singer Ann Wilson, her voice is amazing. Um, that's one of the, it's almost up there on the it's almost up there with Taylor Dane with just like powerhouse. I feel differently really yes in what way i feel like her voice is just okay really yeah i don't get powerhouse i don't get taylor dane at all okay maybe not in this song but i wrote down my favorite heart song which is uh alone Mm -hmm. like how can i get you alone yeah so I i like her voice and her i think her voice is a little stronger in that song um and i guess i just hear that in this. i guess this song is just not it doesn't feature or showcase yeah, I, that I, talent. I, I, which I think would have been nicer if that yeah. talent was showcased in this song. Simply, it might have lent better to the sensuality if that's what we wanted. Yeah. Or or stick on the cutesy side. You know what I mean? Right. So. 
Yeah, it, this was yeah, it was a, an interesting song. It was it's like an underwhelming Paramore song. Like not that anything from Paramore is underwhelming. Like it's just like if if Haley Williams was just to not fully sing at her full capacity, if she was just yeah. to like you know la la la, this that's this song. I feel like she has done a song where she's done that. There's a song that exception. You are the only exception. But yeah, even that still, one. she goes full force in that song in, in parts of that. Oh yeah, she does, but not not the full like range that we know. I, I guess it's still a great song. Like when she gets to the bridge, yeah, like she goes full force. Yeah. There was another song that uh, I think I think it's I hate to see your heartbreak, but even then, she goes full force at some point in the song. Yeah. Like it's softer. Mm-hmm. And she uses her, but eventually she does use her own. Yeah. Her but anyway, range. but that's, I guess, to put it in millennial terms, <laughs> that would be the greatest way to put it. Is that, I guess, yeah, it would be millennial terms. Yeah. Have you seen that article that shows, like, all your, all the emo singers, like, oh, what no. they look like now? Oh, no. Some of them improved. I need to see it. Her Her bangs, oh, my God, they always killed me. I don't know. She has a weird makeup thing going on now. Oh, boy. Haley Williams. Her bangs were always literally cut straight up in the middle of her forehead. <laughs> cut her forehead. It's like me cutting. Like, I have a big forehead like she does. So, like, that's, no, 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 no. I can't remember what her hair looks like now, but I just know if she does some weird makeup That video that you stuff. really like, that you introduced me to that song? Which when one? she's in the boat with the balloons and the... Oh. Yeah. Uh, her. You didn't see her hair? Ain't it fun? No, that's not Ada Fun. No. That's, uh... Still into you. Still into you, yes. Anyway. So, middle of the forehead, that's where it stops. And then you just get this whole chunk of forehead between the eyebrows, and you're just like... She's trying to do <sighs> something, okay? She's just... <laughs> anyway. Not to anyway. veer off from 1990, but <laughs> that was important to discuss. Oh, jeez. Guys, um, yeah. Guys, the next one is a top 15. Top 15. We are getting Dangerously so close. Dangerously close. Dangerous. I am super duper excited, so excited to get into a new year. Oh, my gosh. We, that's another 100 yes. songs that we get to look over. Oh, my gosh. Closer to my year of birth. Mm-hmm. One year closer. <laughs> so, guys, uh, follow us on Twitter at STTC Podcast. Um... Stitcher, Spreaker, Find us on Stitcher, iTunes. On, yes. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, I forgot to talk about what we what what I wanted to do with the fest. What? So, guys. Oh yeah. Let us know what you think about this. We are considering. Mm-hmm. All right. Using this podcast to get us press passes so we can start covering some festivals mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Of course, Austin Live Music Capital of the World. So we have there's plenty no, of opportunity. There's plenty of opportunity. Um, thing is, we need more listeners. Yes. So that way, whenever we email these folks and be like, hey, can we come and cover your event? And they're going to ask us, well, how many people do you reach? What are your credentials? Guys, we only have about like 40 something people. That's not in the grand <laughs> no, 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 sorry. Not 40 something people. 40 downloads across five episodes. Um, huh. anyway, I mean, don't get me wrong. None of them are from me, so. Don't get me wrong. Like, I understand that we're just starting out. Yeah. And, you know, this isn't going to explode overnight. Yeah. But we'd love to grow our listenership. So if you... We'd like to expand, too, like, what we do. We don't want to just 
do you know the shot through the chart itself we would love right. to cover you know because even on the shot through the chart podcast we can be like hey we went to reggae fest or hey we went to our music right. festival you know and then recap that and what we thought and who we met and you absolutely know, like that so yeah like i know i know there's a big big festival that's coming um i don't know how to pronounce it it looks like jambalaya but anyway <laughs> that's what the name looks like but anyway chance the rapper Oh. Migos, um, bad and bougie. <laughs> who else is in that? I can't remember, There's but it's a, a big, big event, uh, huge, huge event. So if we could do something like that and cover that, thing is, guys, we would want to get you know we want yes. we need to get the word out about mm-hmm. this podcast, um, just so that way we can have more people that we can reach, yes. uh, and and stuff like that. So, uh, Support this podcast in any possible way. Yeah. Pass Let your it on friends to... who like podcasts know. Let right. your friends who don't even know that podcasts exist mm-hmm. know because I, it took me a while to get into podcasts. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, but other it's than that. definitely worth it though because who, who else wants to listen to your opinion except for another random person who has an opinion? <laughs> right, right. So share and, your opinion with us. Tweet that. us. Yeah, tweet Send at us. Emails. Let us know if my opinions are crap. Uh, or mine are the greatest. Send us emails, shot through the chart at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love Drew to be able to. THRU. THRU, correct. Uh, we'd love to maybe even do like a mailbag special one of Ooh, these that days. Would be so and just cool. kind of answer your questions. Yeah. Because uh, I do you know, have a P.O. box. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah. Uh, I was talking more like emails. I mean, oh, email. We don't know what these crazy people are going to send us oh, through. Regular yeah. mail. That's true. <laughs> So never mind. Um, but anyway, um, it's like, it's getting know, exciting, guys. Safer nowadays. Uh, who knows? <laughs> I don't. It's getting exciting, guys. So yes. I'm I'm excited. The more we grow this podcast, the more equipment uh, we can, you know, get to the better improve. quality, the yeah. better just overall better shows right. that you guys get. So that way we can start having guests on the show. I know we keep asking for guests and sponsors and stuff like that. But, but... for it, we would like to have people on here interview, talk to, right. share opinions, because right. of course, uh, he doesn't want to just hear me ramble all the time without my notes. It gets but I would just like stressful. to let him know that when a guest comes on here, although we might write questions, that person will not have notes. <laughs> well, it's their course, life. If, it's if we're just asking life. the questions... Um, but anyway, so guys, support us uh, in any way that you possibly can. Twitter, iTunes, Stitcher. Email. Email. Let Snail us know mail. how we're doing. Uh, but other than that, that is it for the show. My name is AC Ponce. And I'm Stephanie Henderson. We will catch you in the next episode. 15 to 15.